Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Innal hamdalillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina. Man yahdihillahu fahuwa almuhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. InshaAllah bi'ithnillah we are continuing with the explanation of Al-Arba'in al-Nawawiyya and explanation of the 40 ahadith of Al-Imam al-Nawawi. And last week we started with the first hadith and we'll read it one more time insha'Allah. An Amir al-Mu'mineen Abi Hafsin Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu qal Sami'atu Rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul Innama al-amalu bin-niyat wa innama likulim ri'imma nawa فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته لدنيا يصيبها أو امرأة ينكحها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه رواه إمام المحدثين أبو عبد الله محمد بن إسماعيل بن إبراهيم بن المغيرة بن بردزبة البخاري وأبو الحسين مسلم بن الحجاج بن مسلم القشيري النيسابوري في صحيحهما الذين هما أصح الكتب المصنفة it is narrated on the authority of Amir al-Mu'mineen Abu Hafs Umar ibn al-Khattab who said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa say, Actions are according to their intentions and each person will be rewarded according to what he intended. So he whose migration or hijrah is for Allah and his Messenger, then his migration is for Allah and his Messenger. But he whose migration was for some worldly matter that he might gain or for a wife he might marry, his migration is to that for which he migrated. Reported by the two great leaders of the scholars of Hadith, Abu Abdullah Muhammad ibn Ismail ibn Ibrahim ibn Mughira ibn Bardizba, Al-Bukhari and Abu Al-Husayn, Muslim ibn Al-Hajjaj ibn Muslim Al-Qushayri Naysaburi, in their two collections of authentic narrations which are the two most authentic books compiled. And last week we took the explanation of the first part of the Hadith, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ مْرِئٍ مَا نَوَى That actions are according to their intentions. And each person will be rewarded according to what he intended. And inshallah today we'll look at an example from the sunnah which the Prophet ﷺ, he gave. And it shows the great importance of a niyyah and how it should be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَقَدْ جَاءَ فِي الْحَدِيثِ أَنَّ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ قَالْ إِنَّ أَوَّلَ النَّاسِ يُقْضَى فِيهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ ثَلَاثَةً رجل استشهد فأتي به فعرفه نعمه فعرفها فقال وما عملت فيها قال قاتلت فيك حتى قتلت قال كذبت ولكنك قاتلت ليقال هو جريء فقد قيل ثم أمر به فيسحب على وجهه حتى ألقي في النار that it has been confirmed from the hadith of the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that he said the first people to be judged on the day of judgment will be three categories of people the first of these will be a man who died as a martyr. He will be brought forward and the favors given to him will be mentioned and he will acknowledge them. He will then be asked, what did you do with them? He will reply, I fought for your cause till I was martyred. Allah will say, you lie. You fought that people might call you courageous and they have done so. Then he will be dragged on his face until he is thrown into the fire. لماذا ألقي في النار مع أنه قتل في المعركة وصورته أنه يجاهد في سبيل الله The Sheikh asks in his explanation He says why was he thrown in the hellfire even though he was killed on the battlefield and his appearance His outward appearance was, was that he was fighting for the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Al-Jawab, the answer, because his intention was not for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The intention was so that they are praised and that people say that this person is courageous and that this person is brave. And it was said of him in the dunya. He took this reward from the dunya. He achieved what he intended. The people called him brave and they called him courageous. However, in the akhirah, he has no reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not reward him for anything because it was, done, it was not done for his sake. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not oppress anyone. والثاني ورجل تعلم العلم وعلمه وقرأ القرآن فأتي به ليعرفه نعمه فعرفها فقال ما عملت فيها قال تعلمت فيك العلم وعلمته وقرأت فيك القرآن فقال كذبت ولكنك تعلمت ليقال هو عالم فقد قيل وقرأت القرآن ليقال هو قارئ فقد قيل ثم أمر به فيسحب على وجهه حتى ألقي في النار The second of these people is a man who acquired knowledge and taught it and read the Quran and he will be brought forward and the favors given to him will be mentioned and he will acknowledge them and then he will be asked what did you do with these favors? What did you do with them? He will reply I acquired knowledge and I taught it and I read the Quran for your sake Ya Allah Allah will say you lie you acquired knowledge that people might call you learned and you read the Quran so that they might call you a reciter and they have done so, then he will be dragged on his face until he is thrown into the fire. This makes it obligatory upon the student of knowledge, anyone who is seeking knowledge and Islamic knowledge that they purify their intention when they are seeking knowledge and they make it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَلَا يَكُونُ قَصْدُهُ التَّرَفْعُ أَوْ الْوَظِيفَةِ الدُّنْيَوِيَّةِ وَتَحْصِيلُ الْحُطَامِ بِعِلْمِهِ وَتَعْلِيمِهِ They should not intend a tarafu or to look down upon people. وَالْوَظِيفَةِ الدُّنْيَوِيَّةِ or to seek a worldly job placement. وَتَحْصِيلُ الْحُطَامِ بِعِلْمِهِ وَتَعْلِيمِهِ or any of the يعني, measly worldly gains that a person might gain with this Islamic knowledge. They should not seek that at all. وَإِنَّمَا يَكُونُ قَصْدُهُ لِلَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ The intention should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لِأَنَّ تَعَلُّمَ الْعِلْمِ وَتَعْلِيمُهُ مِنْ أَجَلِّ الْأَعْمَالِ الصَّالِحَةِ That seeking knowledge and teaching it to others is from one of the greatest deeds that a person could do فَلَا يُصْرِفُهُ وَيُرِيدُ بِهِ الدُّنْيَا So they should not divert their intention to seek worldly gains with this knowledge وَإِنَّمَا يُرِيدُ بِهِ وَجْهَ اللَّهِ Instead they should purify their intention and they should make it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا يُعْطَى لَهُ مِنْ مَالٍ إِنْ أُعْطِيَ فَهُوَ تَابِعٌ وَلَيْسَ مَقْصُودًا And if they are given any wealth as a result of this knowledge that they learned and that was not their intention, they had already purified their intention to start off with, then this wealth is supplementary, it's something extra that is given to them, they did not intend it in the first place. وَالثَّالِثُ رَجُلٌ آتَاهُ اللَّهُ مَالًا صَلَّطَهُ عَلَى هَلَكَتِهِ فِي الْخَيْرِ And the third of these people is a man whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him a great amount of wealth and he spends it in good causes before his death. فَصَارَ يُنْفِقُهُ فِي الْخَيْرِ They spend it in every avenue of good, they spend their wealth. فَهُوَ فِي الظَّاهِرِ كَثِيرُ الْإِنْفَاقِ His appearance is that he is very generous. 
والإنفاق في سبيل الله لا شك أنه من أفضل الأعمال and there is no doubt that to spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the way that Allah loves is one of the greatest deeds قال صلى الله عليه وسلم ورجل وسع الله عليه وأعطاه من أصناف المال كله فأتي به فعرفه نعمه فعرفها فقال ما عملت فيها قال ما تركت من سبيل تحب أن ينفق فيها إلا أنفقت فيها لك قال كذبت ولكنك فعلت ذلك ليقال هو جواد فقد قيل ثم أمر به فيسحب على وجهه حتى ألقي في النار And then the third is a man whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted enormous wealth in different forms He will be brought forward and the favors given to him will be mentioned and he will acknowledge them He will then be asked what did you do with them he will reply, I have not neglected to give generously for your sake to all the causes loved by you. Allah will say, you lie. You did so so that people might call you generous and they have done so. Then he will be dragged on his face until he is thrown into the fire. فَإِذَا كَانَتْ هَذِهِ الْأَعْمَالُ الْجَلِيلَةُ تَذْهَبُ هَدَرًا وَتَضِيعُ عَلَى صَاحِبِهَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ نَظَرًا لِنِيَّاتِ أَصْحَابِهَا وَسُوءِ قَصْدِهِمْ فَغَيْرُهَا مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ مِنْ بَابِ أَوْلَى that the Shaykh Rahimahullah, he says, if these great deeds, these great deeds spending in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and learning Islamic knowledge and dying as a martyr, if these great deeds will be in vain and they will subhanAllah be worthless for the people who done them yawm al-qiyamah because of the impurity of their intention, فَغَيْرُهَا مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ مِنْ بَابِ أَوْلَى يعني Those lesser than them are more likely to not be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if they are done not for his sake. فَهَذَا مِمَّا يُؤَكِّدُ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يُخْلِصَ نِيَّتَهُ لِلَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ عِنْدَمَا يَقُومُ بِعَمَلٍ مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ الصَّالِحَةِ For this confirms to a Muslim that they should purify their intention whenever they intend to do a good deed or they carry out a good deed and they make it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever this good deed might be من صلاة وصيام وحج وعمرة وصدقة وطلب للعلم والتعليم وأمر بالمعروف ونهي عن المنكر ودعوة إلى الله عز وجل وغير ذلك أن الشيخ gives example of some of the acts of worship that should only be done for Allah سبحانه وتعالى الصلاة prayer and صيام fasting and حج and عمرة وصدقة and spending in the path of Allah سبحانه وتعالى وطلب للعلم والتعليم and seeking knowledge and teaching this knowledge وَأَمْرٍ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَنَهْيٍ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ Enjoining good and forbidding evil وَدَعْوَةٍ إِلَى اللَّهِ And general da'wah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala All of this should be done for the sake of Allah And no other intention should be intended Except for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَيَنْبَغِ أَنْ يُرَاقِبَ نِيَّتَهُ وَيَتَذَكَّرْ نِيَّتَهُ فِي كُلِّ عَمَلٍ يَعْمَلُهُ بِأَنْ يُخْلِصَهُ لِلَّهِ they want to do a good deed. Every time they want to do a good deed, they should renew their intention and say, why am I doing this good deed? And they should make it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they should dismiss any thoughts of showing off. Because the insan, at the end of the day, they are, they are a human being. And these thoughts might come to their mind. And subhanAllah, the insan, they are naturally inclined to love praise. They like people praising them and talking well of them. For if this happens, they must dismiss these thoughts. فعليه أن يطرد هذا القصد إذا طرأ عليه ويخلص نيته لله. They should dismiss these thoughts when they come to them. 
and they should not be affected by the praise of the people and they should make their intention purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and inshallah we'll stop here and next week inshallah we'll take the second part of the hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he gives an example of the hijrah of the migration and, and how it can be done for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how it can be done for other than the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik wa jazakumullah khair